0: Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorcha Dunbar and I'm your host.
1: Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. Uh, I cannot remember what number this is at this point, but it's more than 100. It's a lot, Um, you know, more than I ever thought we'd uh, have anyway. And I'm joined as always by uh, Laura. And I think we're joined by Thomas. You managed to make it, Thomas.
2: Am I still here? Am I- yes. I think, I think it's working
1: this time. We, we, we can hear you. We can. <laughs> Yay. Hooray. Uh, uh, because, uh, well, we'll be talking about the latest game that we've been playing. Um, but Thomas, uh, you are, I think, trying to resolve the most challenging, most difficult puzzle you've ever had to uh, solve. And it's not to do with any game. Uh, do you want to give a very quick update on what is happening on your end?
2: You mean my computer is dying?
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's dying. I think it's very close to death at this point, right?
2: Yeah, I'm, 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 it, it needs to be put out of its misery. It's uh, Something is very, very wrong with it. And uh, yeah, I can't play anything anymore. If I play Aww. something, then I can, you know, it lasts for five minutes and then everything just freezes. And yeah, the thing is uh, it's close to death. So uh, I need to get myself uh, something new. And in the meantime, I have to look at what I have on Switch or on my PlayStation to uh, to play for, uh, yeah. So I can at least talk about something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, I I had started on uh, Chinatown Detective Agency, and I've yes. played a, I've played a couple of hours, and then everything started going bad again, and I couldn't. And the last time I tried, I couldn't even launch the game. So oh no, um, it's, And that's not the game's fault. That is 100% my PC's fault.
1: Oh, well, good that you're here to be able to join us at least. Yes. Um, even if you can't play any games. So it's not for lack of try or not because you don't want to play anything, but it is just your computer. No, is... I'm
2: not always a lazy kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not always. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Just occasionally. Um, <laughs> no. Well, hopefully you can get a new, better, shinier computer that will actually work uh, very soon. We, will, we are supposed to get our Steam Deck. At some point, hopefully next couple of months or the next few months, uh, which I'm eagerly uh, waiting, which you, you hopefully you can at least play something then. Um, <coughs> but uh, I should well, be able
2: to play a lot when that thing comes in. But...
1: but Well, I'm sure you'll be able to give us your opinions on the games and you'll be able to ask us about the games that we manage to play. Um, so, well, hello, Laura. How are you?
3: i'm good thanks I, i'm good i i have a new pc so. oh you got
1: a new pc oh la da like to rub oh. it into poor thomas <laughs> <laughs> how is oh. your pc is it it's, uh yeah good it's working, good.
3: <laughs> yes, it's working. <laughs> i'd hope it would be <laughs> um but yeah uh, apart from that i but i too have played a little bit of uh, Chinatown detective agency but not managed to My My age has been more time than the pc but um i've played a bit of it but Uh, enjoying it so far but not uh being able to like play enough to kind of review it or, or or anything but um yeah same with thomas um in in it at the moment playing it
1: yeah not uh the The strangely good weather that we're having in mm. Ireland is uh, is also a factor. That the sun is shining, it's warm, which feels like it's been like that the whole year. That, uh, <laughs> um, but but yeah. So I I have finished playing the at least a preview of the game that I'm not sure I'm able to mention yet. I mean, it probably can, but I think I'll wait until the developers release it, which was a lot longer than I expected. But I'll talk about that uh, in a well in a few months, hopefully when the game is released. Uh, But what what game have you played, Laura? What game will you be reviewing later on?
3: So later on, I'll be talking about The Lost Oregon City Gold, which is by Rock Studios, who, if you remember Internet Court, they made that. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of like a first-person point-and-click adventure game. Um, So I'll be reviewing that.
1: Cool. Well, I will be chasing static Mm -hmm. later on. Hopefully I'll find it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we shall find out <laughs> what happens when I do find it. Um, so that is a game uh, by Headwear Studios, uh, Nathan Hamley, who made uh, Guard Duty. And this is his second game, which is quite different to Guard Duty. So we'll talk more about that in a bit. But first, uh, shall we get head to news? Um, so did you guys know that uh, Rizuki Monkey Island that's is coming out soon? <laughs> did you guys hear about what? that? <gasps> And Ron <laughs> Gilbert is returning, and, you know, this is his third Monkey Island game, and uh, Dave Grossman is also returning. And th- Did we talk about that before? I mean, did we Who spend is, like 90 what minutes? What is Monkey Island? What is it? It's, it's an island with a monkey on it, apparently. Oh, yeah. Does it, have a, does it have a secret? <laughs> yeah, there's a secret, and then there's a revenge as well, and then there's a curse on it, and then they try to escape from it, mm. and then there are tales about it. And And now now they're returning. Yeah, now returning to it. So, um, well, yes, if people for some reason want to listen or (laughs) watch watch us on YouTube discuss uh, just basically one minute of a teaser. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We we spent 90 minutes talking about it, about what our expectations were, what we hoped for, what our memories playing at uh, Monkey Island were. All Things Monkey Island, which you can watch or listen to right now. So we won't spend too long on this. And now, that's on
3: YouTube. You can you can watch it that on is YouTube our YouTube channel.
1: channel. Thank you, Laura. And it's also, if people prefer to listen, um, it is also available as a podcast. But since we recorded, there, there are new screenshots that uh, they released. And uh, Ron Gilbert and Dave Grace Brosman gave two interviews, um, one with Adventure Gamers and one with uh, ARS Technica. Um, so the four screenshots that they released, uh, and I know this is an audio format, but they're not pixel. It's not pixel no. art. Uh, more cube is I mean, they're, they're not even full screenshots. We don't see Guy Retreat in them. They're more background. And uh, they're certainly very interesting. It's more like similar to Dave the Tentacle, I would say, in mm. style. Still different, but uh, it's caused quite a bit of a reaction. I would say that most people were fine with them. Then there was a a minority that, uh, shall we say, were not happy and were just, uh, I'm trying to be diplomatic. Yeah, I'm trying (laughs) to be diplomatic. Those whiny, whinge boys, moaners, (laughs) <laughs> uh who and whinge ta- girls and girls go- mostly whinge boys i noticed but some <laughs> girls maybe um who never seem to be happy with that you know first of all look everyone is entitled to their own opinion that yeah. is for sure and and i'm not saying don't be critical yes i think sometimes if we're not happy we can be critical if we want things to be better but there's a way to express opinions and mm. not all but a lot of these people it just does feel like, well, it's not pixel art or not even that they want pixel art or it's just that I don't like this so nobody else can like it and I'm just going to moan and in some cases give some abuse and just not engage in discussion, just completely take over topics and just, it's weird. It's just screenshots for-
3: this is the thing. They it's, are just screenshots. Like we, we don't. I mean, obviously, you, we, the the art isn't going to be different in the in the final game, or that much different. I imagine it's going to be pretty much what we see. That's why they've shown the screenshots. So mm, I guess yeah. you can say, obviously,
1: this is know, how it's going to look. Yeah, this but, is
3: gonna how it's you know, but it, there's gonna be so much more to this game. And yeah, I mean, I'd, it's like,
1: dude. Yeah. And so, so okay, what what do you guys think about The first four screenshots. Uh, do do we care that it's not pixel art or that it's cubism? Well, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, As you mentioned, this isn't the full game, but what are your first impressions?
2: As long as it's not Voxel, I'm perfectly fine with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if it was Voxel, Thomas would be like these... uh, Uh,
2: No, 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 not
1: that. No, that's that's not true.
2: um, As long as the story and the gameplay is good, I'll be loving it. I mean, I've I've read... I'm, I'm a comic book reader. I've read many comics... Of which I found the art style not that appealing, mm. but the story was grand. So I still read them, and the other way too. I mean, if if if, if it's all about the art, just go to art school. I mean, if this mm. it's, it's, it's gonna be all about the story, and if I if I'm gonna be falling off my chair laughing, I do not give a flying f about the about the art style.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's sorry, Laura, Go ahead. Yeah. No. Basically, um,
3: I, I would agree. I mean, I think. I, I'm not bothered about it not being pixel art, like I mm. and I, you know, they, they've said in their interviews the reason it was pixel art at the time was because that was all that you know they could do. <laughs> their only
1: <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah, practically. Of,
3: that was the art style that was possible at the time um you know for them so uh i and i i'm glad they've actually decided to move away from that and go for a more modern style and and make it its own thing because they would just be doing pixel art just for the sake of nostalgia and this is its own game it's a new game we want a modern game not like this old nostalgia i mean obviously it's going to be a bit nostalgia tinged because of what it is but we want them to be moving forward and making a game for now not a game about you know
1: 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <I'm>, 30 years. <laughs>
3: oh, I know. I'm not too bud. I think I, I like the style. It's not my favorite style, but i yeah. um, also I don't I'm not like gonna moan about it. I'm, I'm still yeah, gonna we, enjoy the
1: game, hopefully. I mean we we haven't seen a full trailer, we haven't played a game, we haven't seen any gameplay. Uh so I think it's still not we still can't really judge fully on no. how it's going to look. Um, but but yeah no um i i agree entirely with you and also thomas before i talk more about it you mentioned voxel we played a game in voxel called as a croissant or something yes. last year a couple years ago which i feel it, a great it's, game exactly it's, it's not my favorite art style either i don't hate it don't dislike it but i prefer other art styles we still both really enjoy that game so yes. even if the art style doesn't necessarily appeal to us it, we can still like it if everything else is good and if that art style is done well. Mm. Um, 100%. So, so, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Laura, I think in the interviews, Ron Gilbert Dave Grossman mentioned that uh, they had discussions about whether it should be pixel art. Also, Ron Gilbert had his blog post, which we discussed as well, from 10 years ago, that he wanted to make it pixel art, but he mentioned in his interviews now more recently that a lot has changed in the last 10 years. And as you say, they wanted to make a new Monkey Island game, not just another Monkey Island game. They wanted it to be a modern game. They didn't want it just to be filled with nostalgia. Um, th- he also mentioned a little bit about puzzles they both spoke about. They didn't go into too much details. Uh, too much detail about it but uh because in his blog post ron gilbert said that uh there would be hard puzzles there wouldn't be something what did he say pansy uh (laughs) easy puzzles but he also said in his recent interview that a lot of people have in his words lies and children now So they don't we don't have as much time as we once did and so they're going to have uh, a normal challenging mode and an easier casual mode like Curse of Monkey Island did. And I think Timberweed Park may have had that as well. Um, so, and Dave. Did it? I'm not sure, did it? I don't Maybe think I... it did. No. Curse, it of did, Monkey... okay. my, my Curse of mistake. Monkey Island
3: did. Curse, Curse of of Mon- yeah.
1: Monkey Island did. Well, my mistake. And Dave yeah. Grossman himself said that back in when the first two Monkey Island games and the Airy LucasArts games were released, that a lot of the time the puzzles were guess what the developer's mind, you know, guess what they wanted you to do rather than mm. the puzzles being yeah. logical. That's what he said. He was one of the developers. Of the first two Monkey Island and many other adventure games since then, and he said the people just don't really have the patience anymore like they once did. So there will be an in-game hint system uh, in the game as well. So I know a lot of people mightn't like this, but you know I'm kind of like I'm sorry to help. <laughs> and also, uh, you
3: don't have to use it. Exactly, um, you don't.
1: Ha- you can still play into challenging mode. You don't yeah. have to use in-game hint system. And if the gra- if if you don't like the graphics, that is also fine. But what I would say is be respectful in your mm. comment and criticism because uh, a lot of people who were i mean uh, these are a minority most people i think are happy uh yeah and Wack's, also
3: you know they've been two years into this now they're not going to change they're not going to change styles. Just, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. know what they want they have their vision and exactly it's to Happen. so throwing a tantrum isn't going to do anything
1: exactly
2: it's only, only going to antagonize the creators exactly yeah. so if if yeah, I mean, we should be happy that uh, that another one is is coming back to the the genre they make make great, and uh, we shouldn't chase them away about being a bunch of whiny ass bitches on the mm. Twitter.
1: Exactly, you know, we 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 should be at, as I said. I'm not saying don't be critical. If it's something that we think should be improved, we can mention it, but be constructive about it, and you know, not whiny. Which um, which I know for some people, but Yakwak Slips had a poll about what do people think about the art style? And I think 88% said they liked it. 12% said they didn't like it. And I think that's more or less because most people who have commented, I think are relatively happy about it. Mm. And then it's just these few, it's the same people again and again, just making these really negative comments, not engaging discussion, as I said, just wanting to put their point of view across and not Mm. really caring about what other people think. But, um, but anyway, I will include links to both interviews on adventure gamers and, uh, ARS dot uh, uh, com, uh, really good interviews, um, and no, I didn't, no, I didn't uh, prepare for this, but I also wanted to mention about Adventure Gamers that um, that the editor in chief Jack has left.
3: Yeah, very uh, he wrote,
1: sad that. Yeah, he wrote an editorial uh saying that after 17 years that he was kind of like moving on and um which you know he's been kind of like as far as i'm concerned he is adventure gamers his name has been attached to just about everything but laura you uh you're part of adventure gamers you write yeah. reviews and you've worked with jack so uh again very briefly what what is has your experience been working with him
3: oh great you know jack's mm. been a really great editor and uh you know i even now i still get plenty of notes or um <laughs> yeah you know, on all my reviews about changing little things and very you know diligent editor so he was always great to work with you know put a lot of effort into running that that site really help, helping run it obviously he's, he's not the the owner but he, as you said he was the editor-in-chief he put a lot of effort into that site um so you know every week um getting us you know to do the reviews editing the reviews getting everything organized so so much effort and like just um in a way i'm, I'm c- kind of pleased for him that he's now able to have some time off um mm. from, from uh from it all because it you know it must have been you know a, a lot to take on uh whilst also you know having a, um a job too uh it wasn't his sort of main job as far as i'm aware i think anyway uh but yeah no great great guy and it's a shame he's going and um it would be interesting to see what happens next really
1: yeah, no. I mean, as a as I said, uh, he his name seems to be attached to everything yeah, <laughs> on Adventure yeah. Gamers, and uh, he he. I mean, Adventure Gamers was really good before he was Adventure Chief because I've been following them. Jesus, this is dating me now more than seventeen years. Wow. Um, but he was the one who made it what it is now. He's the one yeah. who really made it. You know, I don't know if it's mainstream, but it is extremely professional now. And uh, and I think yeah he will definitely be missed and it'd be interesting to see what direction Adventure Gamers goes now, um. But uh, but yeah, interesting as well to see what Jack decides to do. But yeah, as long as he's happy and as long as he gets like a well deserved break, I'd say. Um. So yeah. So back to to games. Then uh, there have been other games apart from Monkey Island. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe mm-hmm. it. Wait, so uh, there are other adventure games. There are other Adventure games.
3: Other than adventure Monkey games. I thought they were dead.
1: I thought yeah, they were yeah, I, I know. I thought, I mean, it's, some people still think that the adventure games are dead. Um, but uh, another big announcement, another big name game coming back, uh, Tales of the Borderlands 2 was announced. Did mm. you guys uh, see that? So uh, Gearbox announced it at, uh, I believe it was PAX East and on Twitter. And now Telltale Games made the first, well, previous Telltale Games made the Released back in 2014, I believe. Uh, Telltale Games are not making the sequel. Uh, Gearbox, I believe, has said that it's going to be in-house. Um, okay. That they will be making it themselves. But they did say it's going to be, I think, a similar style. It's still going to be uh, a narrative adventure. But there's not, much, not many details um, about it. They said, I think, over in the summer, uh, they will have a full trailer but they have announced officially Tales of the Borderlands 2. Um, so what it's going to be like, I don't know yet, but it is, they said, going to be similar in style, at least to the first game. So have mm. you guys played the first Tales of the Borderlands? Nope. No. no. Oh, I would recommend it. It's okay. It's one of the funniest games I've played and it, it, that I can remember. It's really, really funny. It's similar to, you know, other Telltale games, you know, the style. So I know some people might not like uh, that as well but I really really good it's a really good voice cast and uh, if you're I mean I haven't played Borderlands but I played this game and I, I wasn't lost I was able to follow it and as I said really good writing really strong dialogue in the game in particular and a huge amount of fun so hopefully Tales from the Borderlands 2 will be just as fun uh, so we find out more in the summer uh, also sticking with Telltale very briefly this is the 10-year anniversary of The Walking Dead season one, if you can believe that. Wow. Uh, 10 years ago, 2013. uh, I believe 2012. Maybe uh, I should revisit that then. Yeah, it's, I, I replayed that game a few years ago and I still loved it. I know some people might not like it, you know, the same decisions don't really matter. It's more an interactive movie, not a lot of puzzles. But it did change adventure games, I think, for the better that.
3: Yeah, totally. It,
1: it was at the time, I think, of the Kickstarter Renaissance and then Telltale, which were, you know, which were around before then. But The Walking Dead was what really made them mainstream. Um, and it won Game of the Year's number of publications. And um, and yeah, so ten years, uh, this game has been around, and uh, also, uh, you guys remember Call of the Sea, which we reviewed a few years ago, a couple of years ago.
2: Remember, I think we voted it uh, game of was the year. Ga- or, uh... <laughs> was
1: it? Yeah, it was my, I think it was my top three. Anyway, huh? uh, I think for was it for all of us or two of us top three or. I think oh, we the, and the
2: other that. one was
1: second place. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember it, but I, I do remember it was high up there. Yeah. Uh, well, these developers are back again with their publisher Raw Fury. Um, they're they've revealed a Truman Show-like game called American Arcadia. Um, so this uh now it's they promise a, a mixture of 2.5D platforming and first-person puzzling. So it's not a traditional adventure game. But it's it's the the concept is you're in a 70s um reality kind of show, like the Truman show, and the contestants don't know they're in a reality show, and then they have to try and escape. Uh, or but those who will fall out of favor with the viewing audiences are killed off. Mm, and it's uh, a bit
3: like um what's it called? Uh, Squid well, Game.
1: Squid Game, yes. <laughs> uh, what a running man. So, or blood was a, what? what what's the game we played? Blood not Bloodborne um the the fmv game we played laura you're on an island
3: oh um
1: yes that game yes that one yes we reviewed it a few months ago (laughs) but um we will learn more about this game uh apparently there's voice cast is from is it
3: bloodshot Uh, or something 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 like like that that, yes
1: bloodshore Uh, bloodshore that's it thank you well to the people who'll be acting it or Yuri Lowenthal, who's in Spider Man, Chrisia Bajos, who's in Cyberpunk 2077, and Sissy Jones, who is Mm. in Firewatch and Call of the Sea. And we'll learn more about the game uh, in the Summer Game Fest. And it's also part of the Tribeca Game Festival. So uh, looking forward to finding out more about that.
3: Yeah, Mm. I mean, it looks really good. Uh, I'm very intrigued by this one. A very interesting concept, very unusual.
2: Yes, me too. And uh, I I think a lot of these. Side scrollers are very um we've played a few that are very um story based as well, like uh mm. uh the juggler. the
1: yes, uh, yeah, I
2: don't know if this Juggler's is Tale,
3: side yeah. s- scrolling. I think it's a it's um I think it's too I think 3D. it's like platforming and, and first person puzzling. So I don't All think right. it's I like, not I might be wrong though. I haven't I haven't managed to check out the trailer, but it looks like you it's sort of, mm. of sort of 3D-ish. Um, yeah, in the in the trailer that.
1: You have uh, different screens where they're announcing uh, this, um, uh, this show. And then mm. at the end, they say, oh, someone is trying to escape. Oh. Uh, let's t- turn <laughs> off all the TV screens. Uh, so the, and the developers also said that he plays two characters, one who, who play in a Chase 2.5D platformer. And the other in a first person puzzler featuring hacking, exploration and stealth.
3: Right. So you mix between the two characters yeah. then. Oh, that's interesting. interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. So now call it the sea, you know, developers have form. So I think we can uh, hopefully expect this game to be good. Sounds interesting yeah. anyway. And Raw
3: Fury are good as well. I see Absolutely. what you mean. The side scrolling bit, you're right. There is a bit of that. I think that's like with people, when you're trying to escape. possibly. Yeah, like I that think that that's yeah. the
1: platforming yeah. part. And then the yeah. other part will be different. The style is
2: very interesting, the Mm. the style of the graphics and stuff. It really appeals to me.
1: Mm. Well, we'll know more about that in the summer. Um, (laughs) And uh, then uh, Born Punk, a game that I've been following, uh, has a release date. It's uh, June 15th. Have you guys heard about this game? Had Kickstarter a couple of years ago? It is a more comedic, humorous cyberpunk thriller. So I think, yeah, we're not. We don't like cyberpunk, do we? We're oh, <laughs> no, <not at> <laughs> um, no, I think you guys might. I mean, I don't know. It's I haven't played. The, I played a demo when it was first released, and I liked it. And um, and yeah, it's a. Uh, the Steam page is up, and uh, the developer insert twenty two. Um, so it's
3: twenty two. Is so,
1: oh, yes, thank you. Insert this I think 20. that's a Monkey 20. Island joke, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: well, they announced on Twitter after three and a half years in development, our lighthearted take on the cyberpunk ger- genre will finally release on the 15th of June. Originally, Evie was the only main character at release. There will be three. And uh, this is released. This has si- this. It looks similar to Whispers of a Machine because it's also set in uh denmark so in well not i mean that wasn't set there but it's set in scandinavian country uh in 2155 in Bornholm. and i remember when i played a demo it had a lot of lore a lot of background to the story so um uh well, we shall see when it's released
2: you're missing the most important part
1: yes because
2: um in their twitter bio it says cyber pirate cats included Oh, I'm I'm going to have to play this game
1: now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, well, that will be released on June 15th. Um, And so that's Born Punk. You can Uh, play the demo now, can't you? There's a demo. Yes, there is. I think they've released other demos since then. Um, And I know they have been listening to fan feedback as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, And Freud's Bones. Another game I've been following, oh, not Freud's Bones, um, what is it? Oh, yeah, that, that is the name, sorry, Freud's Bones. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's an unusual name, I can see why <laughs> you might have an issue with
1: it. My apology, this is another game I've been following Um, from uh, one person developer, Axel Fox uh, from Italy. Um, she She's making this game, she had a successful Kickstarter a couple of years ago And she released a trailer for this game, uh, which, and the release date is sometime in May. We don't know exactly when, but it will be released, according to the trailer, sometime in May. And in this game, you you get to play as Sigmund Freud. So, well, it says here, you dig deep into his bones (laughs) to solve the mystery behind disturbing Egyptian artifacts, philosophical puzzles, and perverse sexual disorders, and it's unprecedented in the adventure game. Mm.
3: Uh, I like the sound of this like it reminds me a little bit of Astrologaster where you again played a real life historical character and you had to you know help people with their problems and it looks like it could be a little bit like that where you know there seems to be a bit of him kind of making deductions but then there also seem to be quite some sort of maybe supernatural stuff as well. Yeah
1: it looks very interesting it looks kind of bizarre in a good way. Mm. Uh, so when you go deep into the mind, I think of Freud, and uh, and it's she she certainly has done her homework, and I circuit from my interaction Twitter.
2: I, I just saw a giant shitting out a book in the trailer. So <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's quite eccentric.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but then that's well, Freud.
1: Yeah. So if you have any interest at all in, in Freud or in, uh, you know, anything that that he's been about, then mm. I think and I know that people might say that, oh, well, you know, it was he actually, uh, you know, do we might not believe what he said that he might have been, you know, people might cast doubt on his theories and all. But still, I think it's interesting. <sighs> I think it's uh, I, I think this is uh, this is again, I've been keeping an eye on. So we're finally getting to. Uh, the end of this uh, game development. So it'll be out in May. And finally, before we get to the reviews, <laughs> this has probably my favorite game of any, favorite name of ev- of any game. It is, uh, speaking of weird uh, <laughs> games, and now uh, we are going to say uh, some language of a French nature, <laughs> um, but the game title is Who the fuck ate grandma?
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) I want to know. (laughs) Uh, That is the title of a game that people have come to celebrate uh, grandma's 93rd birthday. Everyone gathered for this memorable family dinner. Unfortunately, the grandma is going to be served for dessert. (laughs) As you do. As you do. Uh, inspired by the 90 discovering new retro point-and-click adventure game, fully drawn in pixel art. So there you go, people. Mm. If you're not happy yeah. that Monkey Island isn't going to be pixel art, at least this game, who the fuck ate Grandma, mm. will be in pixel art. And um, I, I, the title alone makes me want to play it. It looks, it does look interesting. the, the game looks looks like it looks weird. Yes, um,
3: it does, and it has got that kind of retro look about it, and bit of a maniac mansion vibe. Yes, yeah. I mean, they've they've sort of pay homage to that in the, on their Steam page as well, haven't they? Yeah, mm. let's let's see what this is about. Will it will it live up to its title?
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, we shall see. Um. No release date yet. Uh, developer uh, Le Jean Patrick, uh, just put up the Steam page, and he said the release date is one day. Um. So oh. he also. <laughs> <laughs> so we shall see, but I'll be keeping an eye on this and uh and yeah so just say the title again who the fuck ate grandma <laughs> mm. and uh and yeah so that's that's quite a few games so as you can see the adventure game genre is dead and very quiet and no,
2: no grandma is dead
1: yeah poor, yes. <laughs> poor grandma is dead the adventure game genre is flying but uh <laughs> but yeah poor grandma um mm. so so yeah so uh any other games you guys uh, i mean i I know, Thomas, you've been busy trying to get your laptop to work, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anything else now or shall we move on to the reviews? Let's go to the reviews. I'm oh,
3: excited how, about all those How games. about uh, our Patreon?
2: That's especially. true. Thank
1: you. I, I completely forgot. <laughs> um, yes, if you want to help support us and help support in the Adventure Games. you And can...
3: Thomas's PC. And Thomas's PC. <laughs> it won't actually go towards that though. Sorry no,
1: well, <laughs> It'll uh, go to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it'll go to the podcast. And Laura has assured me that it will not go to our offshore bank account. <laughs> in, uh, is it Cayman Islands or North yes, Dakota? Something where...
3: like that. Uh, anyway, moving out. on. (laughs) oh yeah so
1: wink wink and oh wait i'm sorry i'm just doing google research apparently south dakota we should have put it in we to pay taxes in north dakota oh no (laughs) oh well uh yes anyway it will go all to the uh to the podcast uh if you want to no, genuinely it will but if you (laughs) if you would like to help support us you can if you so wish on our patreon page Uh, You also get some extras, so these episodes uh, and the interviews that we do, they will be up there on Patreon at least 24 hours in advance. Um, And also get some extras, so you get some extra spoiler interviews with developers, so with Augustine Cortez, with the developers of Interrogation, with the developers of Lake. Uh, He gave some spoiler interviews about that and uh, what the future might hold for that as well, you can get that only on Patreon. And also interviews that uh, we did at Adventure X. Hopefully, again, this coming year, we'll be there again. Um, And so those interviews will be going up on Patreon as well. So uh, and uh, you never know with enough uh, money. uh, I think we're at 43 billion. So I think I was planning on buying Twitter. You think we could buy Twitter with 43 billion? Really hope nobody comes along with 44 billion because that would be that would spoil my plans um but yes so it's patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast uh so uh laura i think people have heard enough from me for a while <laughs> uh so you have been what's it, have you been looking for gold in Lost city in oregon
3: yes well yes. it's it's the title is slightly confusing <laughs> and i always mess it up but
1: it is the oh, me lost, too yes <laughs> it's
3: the lost oregon city gold so it's not the lost gold of oregon city it's the Lost. Oregon City gold, so just uh, so as not, no, not, not the lost city,
1: Oregon gold, it's not the lost
3: city of Oregon gold, <laughs> it's not. So, um, yeah, this is um, by, as I said, it's by Oa Rock Studios, who made the wonderfully charming uh, Internet Court, which I also reviewed. And that was more of an FMV. Uh, This is more sort of a bit like the Carol Reed mystery games, where it's um, it's a first person adventure game and it's... um, uh, all, all using real world um, pictures, basically, as as the locations um, and real world sort of characters as well. Um, they're all like sort of photoshopped um in on in front of the uh, locations that you visit and the idea is kind of quite simple um a dad and his two kids his two daughters they stumble across this like old letter in their attic which uh, talks about this uh, mythical a- ancient gold $25,000 quite, not quite enough to buy twitter unfortunately but um <laughs> that was stolen in oregon city centuries ago uh the robbers were captured the money was never found and no one ever knew what happened to the gold but they this dad and his two daughters they find this old letter in the attic that seems to give them instructions of where to find the treasure and it's there's loads of riddles and puzzles that they have to get through throughout the whole city of oregon to try and uncover where it is um and so that's what you do you're exploring all through oregon city and much like with the carol reed mystery series you navigate um by pressing there's some arrows um on, on the side of the street on the side of the screen, you click forward to go forward. So it's it's kind of static. There's, it's not animated, you're you're moving forward as, as you go. Um and you're solving puzzles. And much like with Internet Court, it's incredibly charming, a very cute game. Um, there's loads of characters that you meet along the way, some of them quite unusual, uh, I have to say, but good fun. It's um unlike with Internet Court, because of it not being an FMV, it isn't voice acted, but you still kind of get um a sense of of the of the characters it's mainly the two the two daughters that you um sort of see most of uh and and the dad as well the poor dad who's just having to deal with it all basically as these kids like go off on, on this crazy treasure hunt um the puzzles most of them are fairly easy um to solve it. it there's some little logical puzzles there's one quite cool one which i won't spoil which was a bit more kind of typical adventure gamey in terms of like its logic and um uh, the items you have to use. Um, it's quite fun because you can, um, decide to name all of the characters that you play as the dad and the, and the two girls, and also some of the people you meet along the way, uh, you, you can give them your own names. So when I was streaming this, I gave people in my chat, uh, I gave them the, their names. Um, so that was kind of fun because it would, it would just, you know, it makes it a bit more personal, a bit funny. Um, and what I also really liked about this is I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the game uh, The Oregon Trail, which is yes. like quite- rings a bell. Yes,
2: that that was the first thing I thought yeah. about when I saw this title. Yeah, it's, and a, yeah
3: that it's, it's an
2: infamous game.
3: Yeah, an infamous kind of um, text uh, oh. adventure game where, but there's think, also yes. a strategy. Where basically you are going along the Oregon Trail and you um die of dysentery. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, die of dysentery, and there's a lot of weird things that happen along the way. Well, in this game, you actually play the Oregon Trail game within this game, but updated. So they kind of use there's better slightly better graphics because the the old one, I can't remember when it went when it came out, the original, but quite a while ago. It's and it's kind 80s. Of, sure. Yeah, yeah, basic, kind of quite basic. Uh, retro style graphics and um, yeah you died frequently I think loads of your members of your party died as, as the game progressed it was like um, you know day 103 so and so has got cholera and that would happen so they kind of updated that so in as part of the game you actually have to Play, uh, and you can choose to do easy, medium, or hard. So if you just want to get past that bit and you don't want to like spend much time, and just go for easy, I went for medium. And having never played the Oregon Trail before, I think I am actually going to now play it properly because I really enjoyed that part of the game. They they made it their own because they they update it a bit and make it relevant to the actual um, game. But it was really good fun. <laughs> like just random things were happening, very very fun. Um, so that was that was cool that they kind of included that. Um, and then the rest is, you know, you actually are learning a lot about Oregon <laughs> and, and I now know quite a lot about it and <laughs> and the city, which was kind of fun. Um, obviously, it's it's been made by people who really like the city and just want to like have you learn about it as you go along. Um, the ending is quite silly, but funny. It's got the, like I said, it's got the same kind of silly humor um, as Internet Court. So if you like that um you're definitely like this is you know very sort of silliness but um very charming and yeah that's kind of it really it's, it's a fairly basic game i would say it took me about three hours and that was streaming it as well um so probably only take you maybe like two hours or so if you're just playing it normally Um, it's not you know it's fairly simple in its approach There's there's not loads to it some people might be maybe a bit put off by the sort of graphical style because it's, you know, it is quite simple and basic the way it's been done. But I just think as with internet court, you know, it's the charm that really makes it work um, for for the most part. There are some, you know, like some of the puzzles can be slightly annoying. There's one where you have to go, um, actually through a graveyard and I was like oh this is interesting that they took real world pictures of this but they do not have the real graves um, on them thankfully mm. uh, but I think that even with that they realised that there's, there was a lot of traipsing about you trying to find a specific grave and so they put a little hint system in just that bit in case if you like got tired of like going back and forth and trying to find something so that was good they obviously realised you know that maybe people got a bit bored of like having to do that bit but ever, all the rest of the puzzles were pretty simple um, and it just yeah a lot of heart a lot of charm very you know fairly short game so if you want something a bit more sort of silly bit of fun you can do in one sitting give it a go
2: does it have multiple endings
3: no so yeah it's not it really it's not like a an fmv at all there's okay. the one set ending um which is i mean that they, they do a kind of this is what happened to this person this is what happened to this person at the end and what is cute as well i should say is that the it, the dad it, it, he is the the dad of these two daughters Mm. in real life so Uh. they just went about and did this um (laughs) in real life and you kind of get that like there's um there's a warmth there and you can tell like they're just like enjoying messing about basically which I thought was quite cute there is one bit which is you can die in this um there's a what that which I was quite shocked at the one of the daughters can die um I won't say really? how but Ugh. yes it's quite shocking end. and I was uh, so it's got a little bit of like black humor it's not all kind of fuzzy and light but I mean it's not you don't there's not like any gore or it's not like horrible. <laughs> <I hope
1: that. laughs>
3: no, but there is like a quite a, there's a sound of, of uh, like bones cracking or something like, but it's, um I, I mean, I thought it was quite funny because it was just not expected. And yeah. the, and they kind of brush it off like, oh, oh, she died. He was a terrible parent. And then <laughs> you, uh, you just try again. Um, so that was quite funny. That was a bit surprising. Um, but that's the kind of thing it's, you know, it, it, it shocks you a little bit. With some of its humor, it's not all light
1: and fuzzy. Okay, yeah, because I, um, I thought I included this in uh, a video that I did with with traders, because uh, I I liked to uh, kind of look at it. I think it's it's nice that um you mentioned that they really liked their hometown of Oregon. I I really like that they uh, that you get to learn about it because, you know, I would love to make a game like this about uh, you know my hometown or even because yeah no, there's what? nothing Wexford? really structured. yeah Weckford. uh. Oh, wow. Or, or Dublin, or both, because uh, there's really not many games or not much set in the, in those towns.
3: No, true. Um, That's true, yeah. Um, an FMV around Dublin would be great. I think yeah. that. Or just around Ireland,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, okay, FMV game developers, uh, if you want to make <laughs> an FMV game, set it around Ireland. I think it could be quite cool, actually. Yeah. Not just because I'm Irish, but I think people would, would enjoy it about the history of ireland and about going to the location but but yeah it's also quite cute uh, as you mentioned that uh, well until she died i was going to say <laughs> it's quite cute that they're his actual children <laughs> yeah well
3: you could i mean i think that's kind of the sort of dadness coming through that um you know he he hasn't the guy I, i'm pretty sure that the person who made it oh from our rock studios isn't he's not the same person the dad's in it but you know okay yeah so it's it's not all a one-man operation but
1: okay well um, obviously
3: he it, made he went around and, and photographed yeah, everything yeah, and yeah. T- so he did a lot of the the work yeah
1: well was it the same actor one of the same actors at internet yes course. i
3: recognize him in he is in internet court i think he yes i can't remember which character he played i think he was one of the lawyers that kind of kept yes. messing up and yeah <laughs>
1: yeah um, and is it as funny as internet court or is it different kind of it's humor?
3: difficult because it's not it's not voice acted and I think that does help mm. with the humor but I still yeah there was still some like the the death scene was like very funny <laughs> and just unexpected and there were some other bits that are quite funny I think it because of it not being voice acted you lose a little bit but I think yeah, they've still yeah. done a really good job of I imagine you funny. get the
1: kids to be acting and voice acting might have been a lot yeah. and especially if they just want to mess around a bit but
3: yeah but that's kind of part of it as well though, yeah you that know, sa- sounds um, natural
1: that they're and they know, have this-
3: a little like in internet court there's a bonus bit where they there's more back background stuff that happened and behind the scenes stuff that you can find out about like they'll say oh this puzzle was actually supposed to be this but on this day <laughs> this didn't turn up so we couldn't do that and stuff like that which again is like gives it the kind of diy so sort of quite homegrown feel um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the only thing if you are a person and I, I don't think most adventure game players are like this, but, you know, if you're expecting like sort of triple A AAA kind of oh. graphics or yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not going to it's not that kind of game. It's very DIY. And so, there, you know, there are some little little errors here and there, but it's just good fun. Uh, so
1: if, you know, if you're a moany whinge boy who <laughs> constantly <laughs> oh, insists God. on Pixel any, any cubism or any uh, I don't know any any pixel art at all in this. <laughs> uh, no. no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> can you uh, can
3: you
2: save anytime you want?
3: Yes, I think. I mean, I'll be honest because I played it in one setting, one sitting. Oh, I didn't, didn't need to, but I think you can. Yeah, I think cool. it maybe will possibly take you to the beginning of that. I don't know. I, I'd have to check that out. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, but I, it's I three hours say. anyway. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very doable. If um, that, you'll probably get it in like two and a half or so, but yeah.
1: Cool. So that's the Lost Oregon City gold. Well done. <laughs> kind, yes. <laughs> kind of like, kind of sounds like to put these words together.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is about it, but I think because you, you're just expecting to say the lost city,
1: because that
3: just has a ring to it, but it's the, the, lost, the lost Oregon
1: City The gold. lost Oregon City of gold, but it's just the lost Oregon the, City you, you gold. You would think
3: the lost gold of Oregon City, but never mind.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> ed, anyway... Um, No, that's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, I really enjoyed Internet Court as well. So um, I'll see if I can get a chance to play it. But yeah, it looks looks cool. It looks, as you said, looks uh, kids were cute in the trailer that I saw. And um, and yeah, that's available on Steam, at least. Yes, Uh, And yeah. And it got all positive reviews. Um, So. So, yeah. Uh, So again, Lost the Lost Oregon City Gold. We have uh, links in the show notes. And uh, and yeah, thank you, Laura. Uh, so for our final uh, game to be reviewed today, um, I ref- I played Chasing Static, which, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, is Nathan Hamley's second game. Uh, his studio is now called Headwear Games. It was called Sick Chicken Studios, but I don't know, he changed the name, probably because this game is more serious. So his previous game, Guard Duty, was a third-person point-and-click comedic pixel art adventure game similar to Discworld and um, Simon Sorcerer and Monkey Island. This game could not be more different. (laughs) Uh, It is a first-person exploration, walking simulator-ish horror, uh, very retro, played with PS1 graphics, and quite creepy as well. So very, very, very different too. But um, so you play as... A character called Chris Selwood, and this is set in rural Wales, uh, which um, not many games are set in Wales.
3: No, I'm trying to think of any. But uh, yeah.
1: So, so that instantly appealed to me, and uh, so the first scene, the intro scene, you, you, you're you're at your father's funeral, uh, who um, so you're just waiting at the car. The funeral has ended, and this woman comes up to you with his journal. And um, so you get in your car and you're driving and the first scene actually interactive is actually driving the car, changing the gear, um, (laughs) changing the lights, which is quite cool. But I kept trying to think, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? (laughs) I kept (laughs) driving and then eventually I found, oh, you're supposed to click, you know, here in the car and um, something happens then. So you end up in... um, on a remote uh, roadside cafe kind of and you meet a waitress there and you get chatting to her she asks you for a lift home and you say yeah sure because it, it, it's raining it's nighttime weather is terrible I mean I haven't been to Wales that often but I assume it's weather.
3: yeah it's a bit but, like Ireland
1: <laughs> yeah so um so yeah so you say yeah sure and uh, so you drive her home and you live happily ever after I'm just kidding. Uh, It's late at night, the lights go out. So, of course, it's up to you to go to the back of this cafe to try and fix the lights. And as soon as you fix them, you go back. And, well, I don't want to give anything away, but something creepy happens. And so then you end up, and again, I don't want to give too much away, but you end up with, if you see the trailers or the screenshots, you end up with this um how this it's called a sonic exploration well i call it tingy magic so you have this kind of <laughs> Is this, that the
3: technical term for it absolutely
1: it? so you kind of have to go with it's kind of like you know the things when you have to try and pick up radiation and then to buy right. it yeah you like, know, like a,
3: and it's uh does it like crackle like in yes
1: it's yeah. a, and then of course that's where it gets the, the title chasing static so right um so again without revealing too much there are three different areas in the game you have to kind of uh just lock them down kind of it's, it's um uh, what do you
3: mean by lock them down
1: sorry uh you see kind I don't want to give too much away okay but um, as in
3: are you trying to clear it of radiation or what are you trying to well if
1: you're trying to clear it um, okay okay Yeah, because something has happened.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough,
1: So you're told, okay, the way that you can escape is if you go to these three locations and uh, you can then just just basically clear the locations. You need to do Mm. something. Uh, It involves audio cassette players. And then once you do that, then you should be able to to leave. So you can do this uh, whatever way uh, you want. Um, So you don't have to, there's no specific set way to do them. Um, so you can do thing, do, go to these locations in any order. Uh, so, so the game itself, I think that one of the best things about it is its atmosphere. Mm. Uh, it's very atmospheric. It is very creepy with the sound effects and with the, the music as well that is used kind of sparsely but used very well. So the atmosphere, it definitely nails the atmosphere, I would say, really, really well. It's not probably the, very gory um anytime uh there is a kind of a murder so now i don't know if this is a spoiler but just you know with the sonic thing uh you know in tacoma where you get these memories yes and so you with this you can kind of see what happened but they're more kind of like the the shadows kind of like what they were in tacoma
3: so sort of silhouettes of things exactly happening. silhouettes yeah.
1: And uh, and then anything that happens there, it's kind of like in black and white. You don't really see much gore. Um, so it's not really gory, but it is creepy. Can you uh, die
3: in the game? Or
1: I don't you- think so. Okay. At least I didn't.
3: No.
1: Um. So, yeah. Now, regarding, so it's mainly an exploration game. There are some yeah. it's first puzzles. Person. It's first person. But then the puzzles are generally easy. So if you need to open a door, you need to go looking for a key. If there's a padlock, you need, uh, you know, something to open the padlock with, um, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so there's no kind of mad inventory puzzles. Uh, the aim is on the atmosphere. Uh, the voice acting is really, really good. It's uh, Nathan Hamley plays for voices as well, and he did voices in Guard Duty as well. And he was really good. All the voice acting, it's now we're used to, you know, good voice acting nowadays. But this, I thought, was better than average. Mm. Um, it, it's really surprising. It wasn't overacted. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't cheesy. It felt real. Um, it was actually really well done. Now, the graphics are intentionally retro. Uh, they are intentionally similar to what we've seen in a PS1 game, but kind of updated.
3: Yeah, so quite low-fi from what it looks like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what uh, the developer says it's low-fi, high-fi. <laughs> uh.
3: Sort of Silent Hill kind of. Vibe. Yes,
1: it kind of uh, similar to uh, to Silent Hill, as um, as the developer says, crunchy, low-poly visuals reminiscent of PS1 classics with full voice acting, high quality sound design, and a modern approach to gameplay. And I, I like the graphics. I thought they worked well. I thought they worked well in this creepy kind of atmosphere. I know, as you mentioned, Laura, if you want like a A graphics, then people might go, well, really a PS1-like game, but it's, I, I thought they worked very well. And um, it's it's a relatively short game. Uh, I think of people took two hours. I took about 3.7 hours uh, because Mm. I was exploring kind of more, trying to find more secrets. Um, I never really got that stuck in a game. I think it's in the game's credit that my concern playing this at first was that, oh, am I going to be wandering around with this sonic exploration thingamajig? Is it going to get quite dull? (laughs) Thankfully for me, it didn't. Uh, There's always something happened. You do have to explore, but they're not too big the locations. And once you can reach a memory, it does start to make noise. And you can tell there is some kind of like jiggery-piggery to try and find out the exact location. But I never found it frustrating. I thought it worked very well. Um, so it's a short enough game. My one issue with it, and um, everything else about us was really good, but uh, I am vague about the story. One reason, but I don't want to give any spoilers. Another reason is because I found it a bit confusing. Okay. Um, it, <laughs> it, uh, I was very engaged. I was very intrigued. But without giving anything away, it is kind of an open ending. Now, I'm also going to say that maybe this is on me. Maybe there are different endings. Uh, maybe I just didn't find all the secrets. Maybe because I didn't read the, the journal from the father, it would have explained more. But it left quite a few questions unanswered. Um, you know, like what you ask me, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, um, I'm not sure why I'm supposed to be doing what exactly I'm supposed to do mm. <laughs> or why I'm doing it. Um, also, about what happened to so many characters? You know, what was the event that is actually happening? Um, I was never really sure. I was still asking questions at the end. Um, and, you know, what happened to the people there? Just what just what happened? You know, what are these gloopy radiation type thingies? As I said, it could be on my end. It could be that I just didn't see it. I might need to replay it again. Um, but I just didn't. And I don't mind open endings, but I also would like some closure, some resolution. Sure. Yeah. And But that said, I still really enjoyed my time playing the game. It took me, as I said, over three hours. Other people could take two hours. Um, oh, also towards the end of the game, I found out that you can fast track. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still didn't find it boring or dull, you know. Walking around, I found it really, really engaging, and uh, and yeah, I would uh, I would definitely um, uh, recommend it if you're into this kind of games. So the puzzles aren't that difficult, um, but it's very creepy, very atmospheric, and uh, overall, it's a really well-made game. And it's uh, two out of two for Nathan Han- Hanley now. Yeah. After Guard Duty, uh, so and again, this shows uh, his talent because this is very, very different to Guard Duty. Uh, almost completely different, and he nailed it. Uh, again, apart from, you know, the ending, I would have liked a little bit more resolution. Sure. But uh, again, some people might not like that. Some people might like to, to put their own spin on things. So uh, so that is Chasing Static. Um, and it is out on Steam and uh, I think in other places. Is it is it out on GOG? Uh, Let's have a look. I don't think so. It doesn't say anything. It's, it's out on Steam. So, cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that is Chasing Static. Um, anything else you guys would like to mention?
3: I mean, I could very what? quickly just mention, um, just because it's, it's a while ago now, so I won't go into the full you. but I did play Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View, um, which is by White Paper Games who um also made i think it's called the occupation yeah mm. which i i've reviewed um which i enjoyed interesting interesting one this cuz you basically play this uh, old man in a wheelchair who um used to be a sort of um, policeman and uh, or a private investigator and a baby goes missing in this um sort of lit, a little street basically some um this um guy's baby goes missing and um the police are sort of involved obviously in trying to find out what's happened but he decides to take it upon himself to go uh interrogate people in in the streets because uh, he's got a feeling that some people let you know know more than they're letting on um it's a very kind of rear window-esque if you've mm. ever seen that Hitchcock film where you know he's sort of peeping looking out through a window looking at all the he's got it in his head that you know, all these little things are going on in, on this street and that people are hiding things. And it's kind of each, there's sort of several chapters and each of it is you with your camera, a bit like a rear window, you're you have to take pictures of of, um, a a specific character who you're investigating and each each chapter is a different character and then you go and question them and basically you kind of break into their houses when they're not around and just become a bit of a troublesome guy Um, and then you're you're basically in each chapter you're investigating their their houses and and um, trying to uncover clues there's lots of really cool bits in it when you're you're having to solve quite a lot of interesting puzzles there's a lot of um things you have to do to try and work out what's going on in each person's place because it starts with you thinking you know you're spying on them basically from your from your room and you, you you maybe see a scene that you're like what's been going on there and then you go investigate in the place uh then you normally interrogate the person and you you then go back with all your clues and there's a cork board where you have to like a real detective um uh, put string and match things up with each other to kind of come to a conclusion like a murder each- board. Yeah, mm. basically. Yeah. And I really liked it. I mean, it's um, the, I thought the graphics were cool. It's all 3d uh, sort of style, slightly stylized uh, graphics. The puzzles were really interesting. Um, I Some of it is at the beginning. It's a little bit outlandish. Um, the voice acting as well is is quite dramatic, especially of the old guy. He's very, He's funny, he's quite posh, he's quite a posh old man and he's, he's, he's really got quite some um, dramatic way of saying things sometimes. But I just, yeah, and uh, the ending is wild, absolutely wild, I won't say any more about that. But I just thought, yeah, I was a really cool structure the way it went about it um i do think it was kind of mad that he just broke into all these people's houses <laughs> that was kind of you like, do. yeah i was like oh okay that's and also because his daughter is a police officer and she keeps being like dad can you just like not stop
1: <laughs> can't stop i'm gonna have to arrest you dad
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there is quite i mean yeah and it is so it does go to some outlandish places but i thought yeah i really like the structure of like breaking into these people's places and solving all these quite unusual puzzles and you know unlocking different bits of the houses and then you know all this stuff that you've got to put together at the end with the court boards and stuff so yeah i i would say really strong outing um again from from white paper games
1: cool yeah i really i think i bought the game i really want to play it um Is it, it, would you say it's uh, better than Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo?
3: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it definitely is.
1: So could could you call this um, uh, Susan Marty uh, still having Vertigo and looks out window and sees a disappearance? You or maybe, could,
3: uh, I think it's probably he, better if you just call it Conway Disappearance oh, okay. at Dahlia
1: so, View, but uh, yeah. Okay, that's uh, so that's a better title than Alfred Hitchcock, Vertigo, or Susan Marty. Yes. I can get up out of bed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it is. Yeah. Hey, look,
1: I, we have a series here. I think this could be a best selling series yeah, of okay. Su- Susan Marty. Susan um, Marty Mysteries? Yeah, Susan, Susan Marty Mysteries. Yeah, how is with Vertigo? In yeah, that, that could be it. Susan yes. Marty Mysteries in Ireland. Yes. Vertigo really... can't get up out of bed and then possibly maybe sees a murder or a disappearance. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then that's um, to solve it.
1: There you go. Yeah. And while having Vertigo at the same time. No, no vertigo in the in the game, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Look, whatever you want to it, do. It's, sure get, it's getting it. late, I think. You can entertain yourself. <laughs> so sorry, remind us again. What is the actual title well, of the that actual- game? God.
3: It's Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View, and you can play it on Steam. It's on Switch, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, all the good stuff.
1: Cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I hope to play that. Uh, hope hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, so thank you, Laura. Uh, So, Thomas, I know, as we mentioned, you've been uh, quiet. Uh, well, probably for the first time. In, <laughs> Enjoy the silence. <laughs> oh, no, we, we we miss you. Is there anything that you would you're like to here. You're still here. <laughs> I gone. mean, uh, we, we miss you, like, re- reviewing games and stuff. Yeah. But is yeah. there is there anything that you wanted to mention? Anything that you've seen or any, I don't know, TV series, books, or anything else that you've oh, been yeah, doing? Oh, yeah, definitely,
2: because uh, I, I have been reading a lot.
1: Uh, let me guess, I'm, The Expanse? I'm
2: currently halfway <laughs> book eight of The Expanse. Wow. Uh, I can't stop reading this uh, this this series. It's it's brilliant. I've rewatched the TV show all six uh, seasons when I finished book six because every season of the TV show kind of corresponds with uh, with one of the books, and it's it's just absolutely brilliant. Um, and I can't wait to uh, continue reading tonight. Uh, I also saw the Northman uh, last mm. weekend. Is that good? Yes, it is brutal and it is glorious and it is very beautiful. So mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely check it out because we need more movies like this.
3: When you say that kind of stuff, I don't really know anything about it. So oh,
2: it's it's um it's the new film by Robert Eggers, and he previously made The Witch and The Lighthouse. Okay. And um, he got quite a big budget for this one. It uh, stars uh, uh, Stellan Starscart, Stellan Starscart, Alexander right. Starscart one of them <laughs> the, the the most handsomest one
1: oh,
2: um, oh, oh there you up. go
1: laura <laughs> Yeah, and,
2: it, and ethan hawk is his uh, his, oh. his viking father and um uh somebody kills his father and he manages to escape as a still a kid and then he vows revenge on the person who uh killed his father and uh kidnapped his mother so uh, it is. It is a very brutal revenge movie, but it's also got some supernatural elements in it. Bjork is in it, for instance. Anya Taylor-Joy is in it. It's mm-hmm. got a great cast. Willem Defoe. Wow! Yeah. Um, it's the, the the cinematography is absolutely stunning. It's filmed, I think, in Donegal here in Ireland oh. and in uh, Iceland, because the 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 last uh, the last act takes place on Iceland. That's not a spoiler or anything. Uh, and yeah, I would definitely say check it out because it is it is quite bloody, but it is so good. Oh, nice.
1: Cool. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Might have to check it out then. Uh, thanks for that. And Laura, have you been, I don't know, doing anything else apart from uh, playing I adventure watched, games?
3: I watched Severance, which is on Apple TV. Everybody um, is
2: raving about that.
3: Yeah. What, <laughs>
1: what, what is that? Is that...
3: It's a very, I, I mean, it's, it's really hard to go into too much, but it's kind of like a sci-fi um, uh. sort of, yeah, surreal. It, it kind of reminds me of a sort of eternal sunshine of the spotless mind kind of uh, unusual, um, kind of quirky drama it, it basically about that the idea is about a company a kind of ominous company they're always like kind of quite dystopian these companies <laughs> but where they come up with this idea where your memory is severed so that you undergo this operation so that um you don't remember anything that happens at work and um your work person uh, who's still you doesn't remember anything that happens outside of work so that that's kind of their life is just work so and it's a the idea is it that you know how it could be used in other concepts as well like you know if you um were pregnant maybe you wouldn't want to remember the labor so you you would go undergo this severance procedure so and it's the com- and it's basically follows some people who they underwent this procedure and it's them kind of working out what's going on and there's much more to it than that mm. but um very oh, clever cool. the ending um very very good okay
1: i'll have <laughs> very to... very
3: interesting yeah it, it takes a little bit just to get into it all and work out what what what's happening but yeah it's uh, directed by um ben stiller
1: oh ben stiller i was not hmm. expecting that yeah <laughs> he's, cool. a, he's quite a good director I re, yeah. uh,
3: last
2: month i rewatched uh secret life of walter mitty and that's such yes a great i remember
1: it. i really like that also filmed in iceland uh mm-hmm. like the Northman, but very different to the Northman. <laughs> I yeah, I got her. Um cool. I might have to, Apple TV seemed to be uh getting more good head foundation, which uh was quite good. Ted yeah, Lasso.
3: I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. I need to watch Ted Lasso. I, I Ted Lasso, yes. Cause I've got my PlayStation 5, you get six months free with it. So oh, I nice. don't know uh, that. Oh, I need to get a PlayStation 5 then. Yeah, that's the problem. If you don't have the PlayStation 5, then it's not it's not such a great deal. But if you have it anyway, then worth doing
1: cool well uh very quickly i saw on netflix against the ice um about oh, the yes. real life journey for i know don't ask me to say what their names are <laughs> uh there are two people from i think denmark going across greenland to try and prove that i think that there the americans claim that there is a bridge linking with them so they would own greenland but they want to prove that it that there isn't so that it belongs to Denmark then and it's very arduous very mm. uh it's beautiful but again kind of grim kind of similar to uh you know Robert Scott as well uh, going across to it's North Pole or the South Pole or one of them and um, it's it's a I really enjoyed the film I really really liked that, um, and I speaking of Vikings I saw the first episode last season of The Last Kingdom and you can tell there's a budget behind it I was like wow this is pretty good to so recommend that, and um, and I'm reading Heaven Fault don't know if you guys heard of that, uh, the books <laughs> <laughs>
2: need to read those as well yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's
1: good it's slightly different to to the games not sure which I prefer but it's good as well. Um, so, I might talk more in more detail hopefully next episode when I finish reading two books. I'm on the second one, about halfway through that, and I'm really enjoying that as well. And, uh, and I just saw The Lost City as well, you know, with Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel Radcliffe, which was fine. It was fun, kind of like an adventure feel to it. And uh, I think it was just them having fun. Daniel Radcliffe just having the time of his life, uh, hamming it up as, the, as a villain. But I really like him. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah um i think that's it so uh so now adventure game so thomas i know that you're having a uh, difficulty what 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 i presume you'd like to get back to chinatown detective agency
2: yeah but i need a work uh, functioning pc for that so mm. i'm not sure how soon We're, i can do that but I anything on your
1: switch or your ps4 that yeah, i, uh, I
2: realize that i have the complete walking dead journey on uh for my playstation so i might uh i might look into that then
1: yeah I would recommend. I would love to have a discussion with you about it. Um, cool. And Laura, do you have any idea what game are you playing next? Part Pretty much Elden the ring? same. Well, El
3: <laughs> Ring's still trying to finish that off, and um, Chinatown Detective Agency. From the oh, so month.
1: hopefully we'll be reviewing that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, as I said, uh, I am. Um, uh, I don't know when I can when this game that I've just played will be released. Uh, but I am now playing uh, Sno- Snowfall Scabma, um, which what is. What is that? Uh, Snowfall, or maybe Scabma Snowfall. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, uh, which is similar ish to Roki, which I was telling you about, Laura, before yeah. we start recording, set in Finland, about the Sami tribe. I did um, an interview with the developers, and, uh, and I'll have a full review of that game, hopefully by uh, by next month. So uh, we can look out for that. So um, anything else you guys would like to mention before we finish or I think have people listen to us enough?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you know the answer to that.
1: If people are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, we will be back uh, next month. Uh, some interview will be going up, hopefully in a couple of weeks time. Um, we should, should see which I'm not sure. It could be the developers of unknown number. Um, what we shall see and uh, yeah the three of us will be back uh, hopefully Thomas will have a more working laptop or maybe you'll have played games on your PS4 or Switch or something hopefully you won't have thrown oh. your laptop out uh, oh, yeah. out the window <laughs> yeah. Um, but so well until then thank you guys as always thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again next month
2: and keep on questing
1: bye
0: Leave may enjoy it, and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuredeespodcast.com. So until next time, thank you.